sem nada. Hey everybody, welcome to the Dork Dad Podcast. This is episode number three, uh, 2.0 if you will. Um, as I said before, I'm a, I'm a pretty noob at uh, this whole podcast thing. I had episode three all recorded and I don't know what I did, but uh, I somehow deleted the whole whole recording. But uh, I'm here, let's do it again, episode three, 2.0. Let's get in it. So, as always, I'm your host, Lucky the Dork Dad. Um, it's been a minute since uh, the last show. You know, been pretty busy with the kiddos, which I'll get into. <clears throat> and I promise, uh, promise there'll be some dork stuff to talk about too. So, let's jump right in with uh, how was your week? Hey, Dad, how was your week? So a lot of stuff uh, went on since the last show. Um, a lot, a lot of dad stuff. Uh, had both of my boys' birthdays. I am the now, I am now the proud owner owner of a 15 year old and a nine year old son. Um, see Father's Day, we went to go see Incredibles two, which I thought was pretty good. Um, but we'll get into that more when we get to uh, the dork stuff. Um. My daughter, my daughter had um, nationals for uh, for dance. This is the the last competition of the year. Thank goodness. Um, it was a long season, but uh, we're finally done. And um, we'll talk a little bit about that. So that that's pretty much what went on. Let's get into uh, some dork news. So we're on episode three now, and I figure we need to. Structure the shows a little more, so kind of want to break it down. I'll talk a little bit about some dork news going around the web. Um, some of it you may have heard already. Um, like I said, it's been a little minute since since I recorded, but uh, let's go ahead and get in it. Um, see, there's some word about uh, Indiana Jones 5. Yeah, that's supposed to happen. Um, the word is though it, that looks like that movie is gonna be pushed back. Uh, supposed to have a 2020 release date, and they're supposed to start shooting pretty soon. But uh, word is some of the key members haven't signed off on the script yet, with, uh, which is okay by me, because I don't want them to just rush into something that's garbage. I mean, look at the last movie, right? Uh, Crystal Skull. Some of the big names, you know, they're they're working on other stuff anyways. You got uh, Spielberg. He's supposedly working on a remake of West Side Story. I don't know how that's going to turn out. And Harrison Ford. He is supposedly going to be a voice on The Secret Life of Pets 2. That should be uh, that should be pretty interesting as well. Let's see. Uh, Top Gun 2. What? Top Gun is another one of my favorite movies. And the word on the street, Tom Cruise and Val Kilmer will be back to reprise their roles as Maverick and the Iceman. Um, what's interesting, I'm, I'm guessing uh, the story is going to be mainly revolving around uh, Goose's son, which was um, Tom Cruise's um, wingman, if you will. So supposedly they got uh, three front runners. For uh, for that position of Goose's son, you got a uh, Glenn Powell, um, which I'm not too familiar with. Supposedly he's been on uh, the Netflix series Scream Queens. Um, probably more familiar, he played John Glenn in the movie Hidden Figures, uh, the astronaut. Um, uh, another candidate. For Goose's son is Nicholas Hout. Uh, he plays Beast in the most recent uh, X-Men movies. Um, I think he'd be alright. But I think the front runner is Miles Teller. Uh, which, uh, from Whiplash. You know? he He's up and coming. And uh, 
I think he'd be a good fit. Uh, but me personally, uh, my, my pick, if it went my way, would be uh, uh, Dakri Montgomery. Um, if you don't know who that is, that's uh, the Red Ranger in the most recent uh, Power Rangers movie. Um, I don't know. To me, I'd be picking him for everything right now. That that dude, that dude's awesome. Um, he also played Billy in uh, second season of Stranger Things, the big bully. Um, that, like I said, I, I'd pick that dude for anything right now. Um, he would have my vote if it was up to me. Uh, to play that role. Let's see. There's word uh, uh, from DC. They're gonna. I'm sure you guys know uh, about the Joaquin Phoenix Joker movie. Um, supposedly, it has a uh, a working title now. The title is supposed to be Romeo. Um, not sure how that's gonna tie in, but uh, supposedly. The word around the street is that movie is supposed to sort of follow the line of the the killing joke. If uh, any of you are familiar with that, kind of about a, a struggling comedian having trouble supporting his family and is forced to uh, run into a life of crime. But uh, that should be interesting. I think that's the the movie everybody wants to see. Um, I don't know why, but um, they're also giving Jared Leto his own Joker movie. Kind of getting more in-depth with the Suicide Squad uh, version of the Joker. Which, okay, you know. Um, I guess they're just giving him his due because supposedly... Um, there was a lot more involvement with the Joker and Suicide Squad that got cut out of the movie. So maybe this is just their way of, uh, making things right, I guess. But we'll see, we'll see how that happens. But Jared Leto, is also news, if we go back to Marvel, he's also said to have another standalone movie as, uh, a Spider-Man villain called Morbius. Now, honestly, I'm not too familiar with the Morbius character. Uh, looking him up, um, supposedly it's a guy that had some rare blood disease and he tried to cure himself and ended up being turning himself into some vampire type of character. Um, there's no release date for this. Um but you'd have to believe it'd have to be sometime after Venom, which I think comes out in October. And most likely, of course, it'd have to be after the Homecoming sequel, which finally has a uh, a title. It's going to be called Spider-Man Far From Home. Um, and that's supposed to come out next year. So a Morbius character, It's I still don't know how I feel. I mean, just like Venom. You have Spider-Man villains without Spider-Man. At least that's the rumor. He's not going to be... Spider-Man's not going to be in this movie either. So, I think really depending on what happens in Venom... um, Is going to determine whether they really do move forward with this Morbius. But that's that's the word right now. So, we're just going to have to see how that goes. Now, I know this might be uh, some old news already. But just wanted to touch on it now Disney edging out Comcast to buy Fox um, with a total of 71.3 billion dollars that's a lot of cheddar but uh, you know Disney they get they got all the monies is like as as they say um, it's probably a chump change to them but I'm just really glad that the deal is finally done um, some people say Disney is a monopoly, but I don't care. I mean, if um, I'll give them my money if if we can get a a, a decent, um, Fantastic Four movie, uh, bring them into the MCU, bring X Men into the MCU. I mean, let's let's do it. I want to see what it's all about. All right, maybe uh, changing things up a little bit. Um, I don't know how many of you are familiar with uh, 
MMA. Um, I really used to be, um, I really used to be into MMA a few years back. Um, I kind of faded out here, um, recently. I'm not too, uh, familiar with some of the fighters now, but something that did catch my eye, um, Tito Ortiz and Chuck Liddell, the Iceman, are supposedly going to go back into the ring for a third time facing each other. Um, I mean, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what this is about. I mean, uh, Tito Ortiz is freaking 43. Uh, Chuck Liddell, 48. And they're going to get into the ring and fight. I mean, come on. Are they going to be in there with walkers and canes and beating each other? I mean, both times Chuck Liddell beat Tito, um, the first two times they fought. Maybe now that Chuck Liddell's pushing 50, maybe he'll, um, Tito will beat him this time. But anyways, that's supposed to come out later this year. Um, it's being promoted by, uh, De La Hoya's MMA division of his Golden Boy Productions. So, for those of you in debt, or into MMA, that should be, that should be something to watch. Alright, so my plan is to break down the episodes, um, so we'll go news, um, we'll talk about dork stuff, um, dad stuff, and maybe a little something extra at the end, um, but let's see, we'll start this one up with, um, with dad stuff next. All right, dad stuff. So, my oldest turned 15. Um, I love him to death, but he is in full teenager mode right now. I mean, uh, staying up all night, sleeping in till like 2, 3 o'clock. I mean, I know it's summertime. Who cares? But, um, you know, he's just... He just full on teenager mode. I know he's he's getting to his mother a little bit, but um, you know we all know what it's like to be a teenager. Uh, you think you know it all, snap back a little at your parents, but I know he's a good kid. So it was his birthday, um, and of course my kids have everything, right? We spoiled them to death, um. It's probably my fault more than my wife's. My wife's a smart one. Um, me, uh, I'm the one that likes to spend the money. But um, my my son, um, like I said, he's he's a really good kid. Uh, he never really asks for anything um, unless he he really needs it. Uh, even then, he hesitates sometimes because he he knows it's gonna cost a certain amount of money and and he's just he's just thoughtful like that um not like my other kids um he's even good with his own money i mean he still has a buttload of money uh from christmas like christmas money that he got um and it's already summertime my other kids i think they wanted to spend their money before the new year's Pretty much the only thing that he ever buys uh, that I'm aware of. Um, walking home from school with his friends, they'll stop at the convenience store and he'll pick himself up an Arizona tea. Always walks home um, with his Arizona tea in his hand. Um, I guess that's his beverage of choice. So, he didn't really want a birthday party. I guess he's too uh, too big and grown up for that. Um, but he did say he wanted some new shoes. So we just took him to the mall, let him pick out, pick out what he wanted. Um, so we got, got him some new kicks, some new Adidas. Um, then we went over to Hot Topic. Uh, he wanted some new t-shirts. He picked out some anime stuff. Um, a few band shirts. Nirvana, ACDC, Lincoln Park. Um, that's my boy. Uh, finally getting into rock, which I'm excited for. He's growing up. 
Um, then we asked him uh, if he wanted to go out to eat. I wanted to have like a family dinner. Um, and he said he wanted some soul food. <laughs> um, my my son, my oldest, he's as thin as a toothpick. I mean, skinny as hell. Uh, when he was little, I used to call him Sticks. And, but when he's hungry, when he does eat, he can really throw down. And he loves soul food. You know, like meatloaf, mac and cheese, cornbread, catfish, that kind of stuff. There used to be a good uh, soul food place not too far from where we live. It's called uh, Pappy G's. Um, you know, it was a little small place, but it was a really, really good. Um, but sadly, I believe a few years ago, it, it closed down for whatever reason. And we really haven't gone any gone anywhere else or looked for any other place to go. So we said he wanted some soul food. We're looking around. Um, this was a Sunday, so there, some of those places are closed on Sundays. So we're looking, where can we go? And um, not that long ago, uh, there was a restaurant that opened up, uh, Paula Dean's Kitchen, which... Those of you who don't know who Paula Dean, she used to have a show, I think, on Food Network. Uh, she's known for Southern cooking and whatnot. Um, so it's along the lines of soul food. So we're like, eh, let's let's go, let's go check it out. And the restaurant is actually uh, inside a Bass Pro Shop, another huge outdoor sporting sporting goods store. So we're like, let's go, let's check it out. It's Paula Dean, how bad could it be? Or should be good, right? Um, so we get there. Um, there's a lot of people there. The restaurant it, it's a little different the way they do things. Um they serve you what's called a family style dinner. Meaning on the menu they have, you know, a whole bunch of um main dish items and a bunch of sides but you're allowed to pick two main dishes and four side dishes and then the whole table just just shares that food um i guess it's a cool concept it is all you can eat but you can only choose from those two main items and the size that you choose the first time it's not like you can pick one thing and then Go back and um, try something else. Ask for something else to try. You can only pick what you selected the first time. So how was the food? It was oh, it was okay. Um, I think if you asked everybody else at the table, it was just meh. So um, we probably should have known better. Um, you know, we're, we're more of like little hole-in-the-wall joints. Um, rather than the big name places, so we had the family together, and my son had a good day, and that you know that's what's most important. All right, my daughter now. Um, you know, my daughter she's gonna be going into seventh grade, and over here uh, where we live, um, that means she'll be going to junior high, which is just seventh and eighth grade. Um. When we're choosing her classes for next year, uh, she kind of got um, convinced from by her friends uh, not to take regular PE, to take athletics, which um, which I'm fine with because um, you know I played football in high school. Um, it's my little Al Bundy uh, reference, but um, athletics is better anyways. Um, you really do more stuff. Um, than just regular PE. But the thing is, uh, my daughter really hasn't played any sports, really. And when you take uh, athletics, they really want you to try out for um, each sport that comes up to see if you can make the, the team for the school. And like I said, my daughter hasn't really played anything. I mean, when she was little, she did a year of t-ball. Uh, she did a year of volleyball one time which I thought she was good at but 
um, she decided to stick with dance and and we were fine with that because that keeps her busy all year instead of just um, you know a couple months as some of these other sports are. So like I said, they make you try out for uh, for the team. So um, she decided because her friends were doing it to do uh, some sport camps this summer. So the she went through soccer camp, and they had her butt busy uh, running and and whatnot, which she's not used to. Um, really, really wearing her out, and then after that, she would have to go to dance. My daughter, though, she's a uh, she's pretty tough. Um, probably the toughest out of all my kids. And, you know, it really surprised me how hard she works sometimes. Especially that week, you know, getting soccer for the first half of the day and then having to go dance, practice her dances. That's That can be pretty tough for a kid. So this past weekend, uh, we had a dilemma. Uh, my daughter's dance nationals was going to run through the same day as my son's, my youngest son's birthday. You know, my youngest has always loved watching my daughter dance and... He's always supported her since he was, so he could barely walk since he was little, little. Um, he would always try to copy her, copy her dance moves as she was dancing or practicing. Um, and he's such a sweet kid. You know, he didn't mind being at her competition, um, watching her, supporting her, and um, celebrating his birthday afterwards. I told you I got good kids. So normally this time of year, we uh, we end up making a trip to Dallas for my daughter's uh, nationals. But this time we got lucky. Um, they were right here in town, downtown at the uh, Lila Cockrell Theater in SA, San Antonio. So for three days, we we're downtown with my daughter. She had seven dances to do. And she was also a part of... Uh, the opening number for um, the dance company that's that's running the competition. Um, at the very last day, they have like this grand showcase where they have all the highest scoring um, dancers and they compete again. So they pick people from different studios to all be included in this uh, opening number for that last day. So she was also part of that. Which they had to learn over those three days. So she, not only her seven dances she had to do, but she also had to do this opening number. Come in early. They had to be there at 6.30 a.m. for uh, for an hour to, to learn this dance. So she learned this dance, extra dance, probably in a total of four hours total. Um, which was pretty good. Like I said, she... She's a very hard worker. So all of her dances did pretty good. Um, her best dances, though, were probably her solo, her tap solo and her her tap duet. Both of those received a second place overall, which is pretty freaking awesome. You know, she works hard all year long. Um, she has dance class five days out of the week. She goes to school. Um... I mean, doing all that and still making straight A's the whole year, you know, I'm I'm really proud of my daughter and what she does. And I'm glad that uh, all of her work, all of her hard work paid off this year. You know, this has to be her best nationals to date. She's been doing this since she was five and she's 12 now. And every year at nationals, she... She gets higher and higher. She scores higher and higher. Um, like I said, this year we they had second place overall. So who knows what's going to happen next year? All right now for my nine-year-old. You know he, he my my youngest son. He's got to be the most happy-go-lucky kid I know. He's almost always in a good mood no matter what we do. He's pretty much the clown of the family, always making everybody laugh. What he does. But he is a summer baby. And um, it's like my oldest. It can be pretty rough on kids with summer birthdays. 
um, just because, you know, they're not in school, um, it might be harder to get kids together or friends together for a party, you know, a lot of people go out of town, um, or they're just doing other things with their own families, but, uh, but it didn't bother him too much, um, he just wanted to do a couple things, he wanted, he wants to go on a zip line, I mean, <laughs> and, uh, he wanted to, he wants to go fishing, So my youngest, he's my YouTube watcher. Um, right now, his latest obsession, uh, other than watching people playing games, um, he's been watching fishing videos. Um, you know, these guys that go out to like, oh, let's catch the biggest fish, and like people that catch catfish with their hands, and just trying to catch these crazy wild fishes. So I saw him watching these videos and I was like, you know what? Why don't we go to the coast and let's get on a boat and we'll go deep sea fishing. We'll go out into the Gulf and, and catch some fish. And he got all excited about that. It's something I've done before. Um, of course, he was too little at the time. I think he can go now. So um, this month, I'm going to have a week off of work. And I think we're going to try to head to the coast and see if we can get in on one of those trips to take him fishing. And if we're able to get on, um, I'll probably talk about it on the next episode. Um, but we'll see how it goes. So I know sometimes we uh, we get obsessed about summer and let's get out of town um, and go do stuff. But sometimes, you know, we forget... Um, Sometimes there's a lot of cool things to do right here where we live. You know, I didn't even realize there was a place that had zip lines about 10 minutes away from our house. I mean, down here in, in SA, San Antonio, we have a Natural Bridge Caverns. Uh, for those who don't know, you know, it's like a string of underground caves. You can take a tour. Um... You can see all the stalactites, stalagmites, a um, bunch of rocks and stuff. <laughs> um, I think there's a bat cave or something. Um, it's cool to do once. You know, it's touristy stuff. Um, we did it back in the day. Um, I don't really care to do it again. In the same place, they have a wildlife park. You know, one of those parks that... You drive through with your car, they got free roaming animals, and you can feed them, they come up to your car, that type of thing, um, which is cool. I remember one time we went, um, I got bit in the elbow by a zebra, <laughs> and it's probably the reason ostriches freak out my daughter, but um, uh, it is a cool thing to do. Um, I would recommend, though. Not to go during the summer. Um, it is hot out there. The animals are less active. They just kind of lay there in the shade. Um, I would rather go when the weather's cooler. Um, you just get a better experience with the animals. But anyways, in the same park, uh, I'm not sure how long it's been there. It's been there for a while now. Um, I didn't even know. They have like this 60-foot jungle gym kind of thing um you can put on a harness and climb up and cross over different bridges and walkways and um it's kind of like uh i don't know if you have a a main event uh where where you guys are at main event is kind of a arcade slash bowling um Slash bar type of place. Um, and above the video games. They have like this rope walk thing you could do. It's pretty similar to that. Except there's like. Five to six different levels. This huge. Um, monstrosity. Um, where kids can go up there. And cross over. Um, it's pretty neat. But there's also. A couple of zip lines up up there when you when you climb onto the top 
So, boom, that's a check off my son's list, is it blinding? And my kids are pretty fearless. Um, and they had no problem going up there. Um, they didn't even need our help. I wouldn't go up there anyways. Um, I used to be fearless. Um, maybe it's just me getting older. Um, I don't know. Heights freak me out now. Um, I won't even get on the Ferris wheel. <laughs> I'm a big chicken now. Um, I'll, I'll do roller coasters. There's nothing upside down or anything. Um, yeah, I'm a big baby. And it's all about the kids anyways. So the kids went up there. They had a good time um, doing the zip line and climbing this crazy contraption. So we spent the afternoon at the park. And we ended the day at our neighborhood pool uh, with some Chinese food. Which is uh, my youngest favorite food. Even uh, Ever since he was real little. Uh, ever since he could like, barely talk. We'd ask him, uh, uh, where do you want to eat? And he would say, Chinese food. Um, uh, there's a there's a Chinese restaurant we go to all the time. Um, and he used to call that place Chinese food. And say, where do you want to go? Chinese food. So we ordered some food from there. Took it to the pool. And just hung out by the pool with, some, with our Chinese food. So, I hope I don't bore you guys with all the dad stuff. Um, I do have some dork stuff coming up next, though. Dork stuff! Okay, dork stuff. Um, like I mentioned, on Father's Day, we went to go see Incredibles 2. Uh, we finally got a sequel. And um, it didn't disappoint. Uh, the only thing, I wish it could have been a little sooner... I mean, 14 years between movies. And, I, you know, I know these Pixar movies, they, they take a few years to create. And I'm sure they didn't anticipate how well the first one would do. Um, so I'm not mad. Um, you know, we got a whole run of excellent movies uh, in between. And I'm sure that with the success of this one, they will not wait as long for part three. You know, I didn't even realize until now, thinking about it. You know, one could argue that Incredibles started this whole superhero phenomenon we're in now. <clears throat> I mean, the first movie came out in 2004. That was four years before Iron Man. I mean, did that did that trigger something in someone to think, hey, maybe we should do superhero movies? Who knows, you know, was it the inspiration that for everything that, that, that we have now? No, maybe, right? Um, Incredibles 2 uh, looks like it's set out to be, it's going to be the highest grossing animated film ever. Um, the latest info that I have is, is currently at $440 million domestically 647 million worldwide for Disney that makes it their sixth out of the seven highest grossing animated films ever the only other film that's not Disney in that top seven is Shrek 2 that's uh, by DreamWorks and which happens to be my favorite Shrek movie um, I really like the Shrek movies Mike Myers Hoping he's got something else in him. Can he have another hit? Or is he done? Eh, who knows, right? So, Incredibles 2. Did it have the same magic as the original? Eh, maybe not. But, um, I think it was still a great movie. So, spoiler warning. I guess I haven't been given a, a warning. In the other episodes about... I'm gonna spoil anything, any plots about the movie. So, here's your warning. Um, if you haven't seen the movie, go see it. If you don't care, keep listening. If you've already seen it, great. So the basic plot of the movie, there's this rich guy that loves superheroes. He's got this big telecommunications company. He loves superheroes. His parents love superheroes. 
Um, they used to work together. And he really wants superheroes to be loved again. As you know from the first movie, you know that all the superheroes were forced to go into hiding because they made supers illegal. But, um, so his plan, he wants Elastigirl, um, to head out with the a new suit that he made with cameras all in it. He wants people to see, uh, from a superhero's point of view of everything they do and convince people we do need superheroes in our lives again. Uh, but that leaves Mr. Incredible at home playing Mr. Mom and dealing with the kids. That is until... A new villain, the Screen Slayer, no, Screen Slaver, <laughs> ends up being too much for Last Girl to handle on her own. So the whole family, uh, including new supers and Frozone, of course, um, all team up and um, and have a big showdown with the Screen Slaver. Like I said, I liked it a lot. Um, you know, I'm a big kid at heart. I love these animated movies. And having kids is just my excuse to go watch them um, without being that creepy old guy in the theater watching cartoons. So no syndrome in this movie. Bummer. Uh, But we do have, like I said, the new villain, the screen slaver. And what he does, he hypnotizes people, brainwashes them by the ways of these... um, Goggles with with screens in them, uh, computer screens, TVs, which is, uh, when you really think about it, it's probably one of the scariest uh, villains in these animated movies. Um, It's scary because um, it'd probably be possible in the real world. Or is it already happening, you know, subtly? Are we already hypnotized, you know, by our phones, TV, internet, social media? We're all worried about pointless things, distracted by everything, walking into things, looking at our phones, causing traffic accidents. It's crazy when you think about it. So yeah, my issues with the movie, the only thing, I think the identity of the villain was was pretty predictable. Um, it's hard to surprise uh, people nowadays for just so keen on everything, but it, it was pretty predictable. Predictable. Um, and uh, I think Dash could have be been used more in the movie. I mean, in the first movie, he's so fast. Um, if you remember, he beat um, the camera, couldn't even see him um, running in the first movie. And like I said, in, in this one, the screen slaver puts these um, glasses on that have hypnotizing screens on them. I think Dash is so fast, he could have ran... Um, without anybody knowing and take all the, all these glasses off these people. But, you know, that's, that's just me. But I know it's just a movie. So, I hope they don't wait as long for another one. Um, like I said, it was a little awkward with 14 years in between movies. Um, but yet no time at all passed in the film. I mean, part two started exactly where the first one left off um, which is a little weird but um well not weird but it's just awkward for us the movie viewers um but i would love to see an older jack jack to see if he's gonna keep all of his powers or are they just gonna end up giving him just one power um i liked it a lot i'd have to give it if i had to give it a grade a solid a um but you know, before I'm pretty positive on all these stuff. I'm a big fanboy. So if you haven't seen it yet and you got kids, go see it. If you haven't seen it and you don't have kids, go see it. Um, I can't wait to see what they come up with next. All right. So we talked about some dad stuff, some dork stuff. And at the end of the shows, I want to try to just add something a little extra, um, this time, um, pulling up the rear, we're going to talk about some movie trailers that uh, they recently released. Let's put my little two cents and let you know what I think about them. The first one, uh, the Dumbo trailer. You know, Disney's doing all these um, uh, live action versions of 
of classic animated movies. And um, this Dumbo trailer, you know, I'm kind of interested to see what they're going to do with the storyline. Um, for those who don't know, a little fun fact. I think the original Dumbo movie um, is the shortest animated movie Disney has. I think it's like barely over an hour. I think it's 60 something minutes, 64 minutes, which is crazy um, when you think about movies nowadays. And it and it did have a lot of filler. I mean, remember the crazy scene where Dumbo gets drunk? I think they drink like champagne and he sees um, pink elephants on parade and um, that's a long sec- segment of just craziness. Um, it'd be interesting to see if they, they bring that into the new movie. Um, like I said, I'm really interested, uh, about the storyline. There, there obviously has to be more interaction with humans. Are they going to have the crows? For those of you who know the original movie, um, nowadays, I mean, it would be really controversial. A lot of people think that the crows were or that part of the movie was was really racist having the black crows um talking jive if if you will i just don't know if that would fly uh in this day and time but overall the movie itself looks looks visually really really good uh, i'll probably go see it maybe maybe not opening weekend but um it definitely looks pretty good See another kids classic, um, the Winnie the Pooh movie, Christopher Robin. This looks this looks pretty good as well. I really like um, the look of of the animals of Pooh and the friends. Um, they didn't make them look like real animals. They look like they're stuffed animals, like they're toys, um, something a kid would be dragging around. I really like that look. Looking at the trailer, it really looks like a hook type movie. Remember the Peter Pan movie with Robin Williams? It really looks like um, Ewan McGregor, who is going to be playing Christopher Robin. Looks like he's, you know, he's grown up. He's uh, looks like um, his job is forcing him to maybe uh, neglect his family life, uh, his kid. And it looks like Pooh and his friends are gonna go in and and save him, if you will, and and convince him that family is more important than um, than your work life. So, pretty similar to Hook, I think, but it definitely looks like it's gonna be a good watch. So, uh, I'm in. I'm in for that one. All right, continuing on with kids movies, uh, Ralph breaks the internet. Wreck It Ralph two. If you haven't seen the first one, that's a really, really good movie. Um, kind of threw everybody by surprise. Um, this one looks just as fun. From the trailer, though, you do, you can't really tell exactly what's going on or what, what the premise of the movie is. But just them being able to go through the internet. You see all the, all the big names, YouTube, Twitter. Um, all the all those kind of things in the internet and their interactions, and then of course Disney bringing in the Disney princesses. Um, I guess it's this it's their way of introducing Vanellope as a princess officially, um, so she can be categorized as that. Like I said, you can't tell too much from the trailer, but it, it looks like a lot of fun. So we're definitely in for that. Let's see Lego Movie Two. The next chapter, the next round, I think that's what it's called. The trailer starts off and it looks like a whole um, Mad Max vibe. Everything after Taco Tuesday, everything looks like uh, everybody's fending for themselves. (laughs) Pretty dark and gritty. And then, uh, of course, Emmett is the only one that's all happy and cheery. Looks like there's a new threat, some type of alien type of figure. Um, that abducts all of Emmett's friends and looks like he's going to have to try and go and save the day again. I really like the first Lego movie. 
So I gotta be in this one too. Looks like a lot of fun. Alright, Bumblebee. So Transformers is coming out with another movie. These Transformer movies though, as they're going on, they're getting harder and harder to watch. They're just going way off base. Um, which, you know, growing up I love Transformers, but these movies are just, they're just terrible. <laughs> um, but this trailer kind of got me excited. I don't know if it is, but it looks like um, a sort of reboot, hopefully, of the whole Transformer line. I really like the way um, Bumblebee looks in this movie. He's the Volkswagen bug, the way he should be. Not a Camaro. And size-wise, you know, when they show him in his robot form, he looks like the size he would be if a Volkswagen bug transformed. Not these 20-foot giant robots um, that we have in, in the new movies. So, like I said, I don't know if it's a reboot. But it should be. That's the way Bumblebee should be. A Volkswagen bug. Um, you got John Cena. You got um, Haley Steinfeld. It looks like is the main character. I'm willing to give Transformers another shot. Like I said, the last movies are, are really hard to watch. But um, uh, I'm kind of excited for this one. So this next movie is probably got to be the most unique movie coming out welcome to marwin which is with steve carell it's got a really interesting story looks like um steve carell was this uh, artist he used to draw these draw pictures and whatnot and supposedly he got beat down pretty bad by uh these neo-nazi guys which totally traumatized him i mean they show him he had to learn how to walk again you know, they they really screwed him up. He talks about, you know, he used to be an artist and now he can't even write his name. Um, and what he does to cope with uh, with his problems, he uses um, dolls, toys, and he photographs them. Which, to me, this, this kind of hits home, or at least with the toy community. With toy photography and bringing that into the limelight, bringing it to the big screen. It's really cool how they show it. All his friends are, he portrays them as as his toys and his pictures. And that's the way he copes with his problems. He imagines himself as the toys. And it's, it just looks really, really cool. And I love Steve Carell. Um, I think he's, he's probably, if anybody could pull this type of movie off, I think it's him. Um, I'm really, really excited for this movie. I know a lot of the people in the toy community as well are excited to see this type of movie and just bring in what we do to life, if you will. So definitely, definitely going to watch this one in the theaters. All right, and last but not least, the one movie I am so, so, so hyped for, Creed 2. That's right, my boy Killmonger is back. Michael B. reprising his uh, his role as Creed's son, Adonis. I can't wait for this movie to come out. Um, I was so hyped on the first movie, which is pretty awesome. From the trailer, it looks like some time has passed. Um, he's got a he's got a baby. Uh, he's starting a family, going through all the the troubles of family life, balancing it with his boxing. And then at the end, oh, at the end, when they show the back of the of who he's fighting and it says Drago on it. Oh, man, I I can't wait. Like I said, I can't wait for this movie to come out. I'm hyped. I'm going to be there day one. Uh, this, this is probably one of the few ones I'm going to be there for day one. I'm ready. Bring it on. Hey, so before I go, I want to bring up something. I think I'm going to do a giveaway. I'm not too sure what I'm going to give away yet, but it'll be something good. My plan is in the next episode, 
I am going to announce a password or passcode that you have to listen for. It's going to be somewhere in the, in the episode. So you're going to have to listen to, to get the password. And I'm going to have it to where if you message me or DM me um, the password out of everybody that messaged me, I'll pick someone at random to win this to win this giveaway. So look forward to that. Once I decide what I'm gonna give away, I'll I'll be posting in more info on that. So so that's 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 this week's show, or that's this is my re-recording of this show. <laughs> you know, it's never the same when you when you have to redo something. But hopefully you guys enjoyed it. So where can you find the Dork Dad? You can find me on Facebook and Instagram at Dork Dad Podcast. Episodes you can find on iTunes, um, Stitcher, uh, and SoundCloud, um, Podbean. Again, um, so yeah, that's this week's show. And as always, I'll see you later. What? What did I just say? What did you say? Everything I just said. Don't put it in.